Welcome back. In this episode of Nautical Knowledge and Nonsense, I interview Jenny Storm, tall ship volunteer extraordinaire. Jenny and I share some funny stories and some scary close calls. We delve into the many aspects of boat life from steering, shipmates, and singing to cooks, cooking, and chores. We also bring up our geekier sides, discussing reenacting and LARPing and how this is becoming more and more popular. This was an all-around joyful interview with some really, really funny stories, some of the funniest stuff I've ever experienced in tall ships. I hope you enjoy it, and I hope you enjoy meeting Jenny Storm. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Nautical Knowledge and Nonsense. I am here with an awesome old shipmate. Uh, standing across from me is an incredibly amazing woman with fiery red hair, coal black eyes, and a name right out of a romance novel. I cannot make this up, folks. Jenny Storm. Hooray, it's me. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Yeah, Jenny, thank you so much for taking the time to come and do an interview with me. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome. I'm so glad I could be here. <laughs> yeah, so I guess to get started, well, uh, gosh, I mean, uh, uh, what what was your first experience on boats? Oh, first experience on boats. I was a teenager and my parents took me to see the Nina, uh, a replica of one of Columbus's boats, ships. Uh, in Sacramento. And that kind of started it. Also, I grew up watching a lot of pirate films, a lot of Errol Flynn movies, uh, just a lot of piratical stuff. My favorite book is still Treasure Island. There is a ship in Treasure Island. And uh, so and then the Lady Washington would come to Sacramento and the Hawaiian Chieftain. And I started to go to those and do the sails and just tour the boats like every time I got down there. So and finally, after years of that and just wishing, oh, I could I could sail. That would be fun. I finally signed up um, for the two years before the MAST program on Lady Washington. Two years. Two, oh, wow. That's, sorry, not two years. That's a long two time weeks. Have, it's a long time to have a It was originally two years in the book. <laughs> uh, two weeks before the MAST. And that was life-changing. And I highly recommend it to anyone because I left that boat feeling so confident and just so happy I had finally done it. And it's just something that's really stuck with me. And I've gone back for subsequent volunteering opportunities. But... I want to go back for like three to six months at some point in my life, whenever that is allowed. <laughs> so that's my experience with boats. Um, I did do a brief bit of sailing on the Pride of Baltimore 2 in Baltimore, Maryland, and that was exciting. But again, my, my love is the 18th century ships more than that. So uh, that the lady has a, a soft spot in my heart for sure. <laughs> Pride of Baltimore, so Pride of Baltimore, I can't remember. She's more of a... She's more early 1800s. Early yeah. Okay. yeah. Does she have a split topsail? I, I, I don't remember. I don't now. think she's got full topsails. She's uh she's um got sloped um Yeah, the raked mast. Yeah, raked mast. Yeah. I don't know about the topsail though. Well it's definitely yeah, because certainly by the War of 1812, mm. uh, the American ships were kind of known for oh, okay. uh, some of them. The topsail schooners all had those raked masts. Yes. Which I've I've heard differing stories on that, why that was. Um one one I heard that seems to make sense is that it's easy to line up your shot. Like, like you can't line up the elevation so easily because mm -hmm. the boat's moving, but you can line up your angle. If the mass is straight up and down, then it's like, well, somewhere on there I'm going to hit. Oh, you know, wow. Whereas if it's raked, good luck. Yeah, you might That's hit it. You might genius. not. 
I don't know if that's true. <laughs> yeah. I, I literally don't. There might be some physics reason why it makes yeah. more sense to have it raked, like, or just looks cool, or who knows. Like, looks cool. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've known enough sailors. Yeah. Still, oh, just, it looks, this looks cool, but it's like, does that function? Yeah. I don't know. I could see that. Yeah. But all right. So it was Lady Washington, Hawaiian Chieftain. Uh, hopefully by now, folks listening to the podcast know what these, who, what these boats are. If not, we'll have them in yeah. the pictures of them up. Google it. Yeah, That's definitely right. Google them. They're, they're gorgeous <laughs> boats. Lay Washington played the Interceptor in the movie Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. I'm assuming you saw that film. I did see that film. That <laughs> film was also life-changing. Uh, she's also in uh, the Star Trek film. Yes, one of the generations at the beginning is the holodeck of the USS Enterprise. Yeah, that's the one where Worf is on the plank and yeah. and gets the, they yep. kill the plank and yeah. drop, whatever erase the plank. Yep, and erase the plank. <laughs> whatever they do in Star yeah. Trek. I'm not a big Trekkie person, although I should be because I have enough friends who are. But uh, yeah, and then she was in Once Upon a Time. She played the Jolly Roger Hook's ship in Once Upon a Time and some and a music video with Macklemore. Yes, yeah, I was there for that. Oh, nice. I, I was on Chieftain at the time, yeah. but, but Macklemore came on with all his uh, fans. So th- that was what, kind of one of the cool things about that that uh, recording. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll leave my... my, my nah, the video was meh. It was okay. Yeah. I'll be honest. I think had the director chosen some... like I don't know why the director chose the shots that... I think it was a he that he, mm. he did. Mm-hmm. Because uh, they had incredible shots. I mean, they had Mike Macklemore on the yard, on like the Tagalant yard, wrapping away, going nuts oh, wow. with the sunset light. I mean, it's like the the golden hour. It, it doesn't get better than that. <laughs> like, like, why did you take that footage? You, you know, but footage. to my knowledge, I only watched their video, you know, the yeah. video once, but they didn't use any of that. So Aww. I'm like, okay, well, he just went out and everybody was. And so it was hilarious because apparently what happened, um, they they went out. And they're all his fans, which mm-hmm. was cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really cool. Like, like he's just like, yeah, let's just get our fans. Like, he's get not some paying fans people. They're not paying professionals. <laughs> um, but everyone's going out and they're just dancing, having fun, you know, and li- while they're listening to that song over and over. Um, but apparently, slightly off camera, people would be going and just throwing up because <gasps> the swells were, were not oh, huge. No. But they were enough to make everybody seasick. <laughs> and yeah. so it was pretty hilarious and i think they got the captain at one point they had him like body surfing on the fan nice <laughs> just... yeah but yeah apparently that's what was happening like like people that's just, pretty oh, great going off camera i'm just gonna back, just yeah party dance yeah i have been seasick on lady washington that was pretty interesting <laughs> oh tell, tell your experience i don't think oh. i've done an interview yet that didn't involve vomit in yeah well let's add this to the list um i was up like furling or unfurling sails at some point we were sailing around in the bay we were sailing around um alcatraz and it started to be pretty pretty rocky there for a while and it was just me being up there i felt it you know 10 times more being up in the rigging and i was captain wasn't you I? were captain <laughs> i'm sorry we were, no, <laughs> hey, it was the bay so we were sailing out under the we were headed to, towards the golden gate and I was having such a hard time up there and I was hanging on for dear life. I was like, I'm not going to be sick yeah. up here. I'm not going to be sick. And I remember getting, finally getting down. I was hanging on. Like I, I was clipped in, so I was safe. But I was hanging on and I got down and I went and threw up, felt better. And my Australian crewmate, Mia, she said something she, in her Australian accent. She was like, better out than in. And I was like, <laughs> I remembered that moment. But later I had bruises on my stomach. I have never had bruises on my stomach from hanging on and just getting banged around so much up there, yeah. just like swinging around. Like, I am going to, I wonder if I'm going to make this, but it was, it was great. And I made it and it's a really cool memory. 
Well, that was that's, a good one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, unfortunately, some of the the worst experiences make the, the best memories. But yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was captain on that one. So what happened? If I rem- if I remember correctly, it's been a while. Hmm. Uh, I don't remember what place we were coming from. I would guess it was Redwood City. I want to say it was either Redwood City or we were at fit- the one by the um, baseball field pier 40 i feel like we were coming from there gosh maybe okay yeah. that's still been a few years ago then. yeah right, it was so, a while back so yeah so pier 40 okay that makes sense it yeah. was either pier 40 or or um sausalito uh, well we were going not, to not sausalito. sausalito but the other oakland maybe yeah. well no we, we were going yeah. to sausalito for sure mm. if it was oakland i don't think i would have taken us out to yeah see. i, I feel to like take it was us out to see to pump out yeah that's, that's what happened i think yeah that's where we were going and, actually and i think it was it was uh, if I remember correctly, I think we were going to Sausalito where the pump out, mm. good luck. Like Lady Washington cannot get close to that dock. It's, mm. it, would, it would go aground. Yeah. So my options were either hang a right, go up Jack London Square, go to the fuel dock there. Uh, and I don't know why I did that. I don't know if we'd have to pay or like, there, there must've mm. been a reason. I can't, I mean, yeah, it's, it's been a while. It's I don't like remember. five or six years ago, but there's yeah. probably a good reason for me not to do that. So it was like, okay, well the simplest one. And you know, honestly, sometimes I do do stuff too, where it's like, ah, this crew's pretty green. Mm. We're, we're going to go out to sea. Like we need to make sure everything sees stuff. Like, yeah. so sometimes you kind of go out and just, let's just test the water. Let's mm. just test the boat Literally, yes. a little <laughs> bit. Let's just, you know, see how things move. And I, I, I don't think that was an unreasonable decision, but you, so from my perspective on deck, um, my, my heart was in my stomach. Oh, like, really? Oh, you, so, <laughs> cause I watched you climbing up and then we hit, we hit, uh, I mean, they weren't bad. The swells weren't, were insanely big, but mm. up there, like you said, yeah, it's magnified. you feel it. And you were going over the, you were on the Tegallant, uh, Fedex shrouds when I, when I looked up and you you lost your footing like you're you you Ooh. were swinging around. I and, was swinging around a yeah, lot, and I don't remember if both feet left, but it was enough where I'm like, oh my god, because because at that point you weren't clipped in. We didn't actually have a clip in point. Oh wow! Oh, between those two, that's products. right. Yeah, yeah. So so it's they're really flexible, yeah. and and at that point that that safety system was set up. I've been talking about it for years. I'm like, guys, let's do it. And sometimes, you know, you get you just get a lot of. Um, there's just a lot of pushback because everyone wants to make sure it's this per- perfect system and all this mm. stuff. And, and and when that happened, yeah. and, and I was like, oh dear God, I'm going to lose this shipmate that, that I really like. Like, I really <laughs> well, like her. Or any like, shipmate, really. Any shipmate, but, but like, you know, I mean, but I was like, I'm not, I don't want to lose a shipmate. So, yeah. especially one I like. Yeah, <laughs> right? know, but even the ones I don't like, I don't want them getting hurt. Right. Um, though those were few. But, uh, but basically, yeah, like, like I would have, Oh, I would never forgive myself. So after that, mm. I was like, screw this. I'm sick of it. We're putting in a safety rope system. I ran mm. it by several people. And what we did was guaranteed. I mean, it, that was it. And so that became yeah. the system. Nice. And it just was so, it was, if, if memory serves, it was so good. Everyone's like, why didn't it? Why didn't we, why do, didn't this we do this before? Yeah. I don't remember losing both feet, but I remember swinging around just completely yeah. just flung around to the other side, just hanging on, just going, I'm just going to maybe stay up here as long as I can until things calm down, but I need to get down. I just, yeah, it was, yeah. I made it down. So we're good. <laughs> That's great. Well, I was worried. Oh boy, was I yeah. worried. <laughs> so, so yeah, you are the reason that that safety system was, Excellent. was in place. I'm and glad I, that I, no one had to get hurt for that to happen. I, I, like Me too. Yeah, just me a little, too. just a little nause- nauseated. So <laughs> yeah, I definitely think, you know, in general, especially on boats, it's just like, if, if you think something should be done, yeah. you, know, you got to kind of do it. And unfortunately, obviously, like I said, there were, there were, 
I had to run through the channels. Yeah. Even you know, even if it made sense, I had to had to go. But but that was the, it was like and I'm, for I'm not, sure. Yeah, I'm not and taking no for an answer anymore. Yeah, and there's so many young people who are on these boats and who you know maybe might be a little bit more. I'll, I'll be fine. Yeah. It's like no, you need to be clipped in. You need to be safe because if you fall, it is it's not worth it. It's to, to have that moment of freedom up there and like move around quickly is not worth it for what could happen. Like it's it's so important to be safe up there because. Yeah, so many things can happen up there so fast. So yeah. it's it's totally worth it. I'm glad that's in place now because that was something I was like, I just want to be safe. I don't want to get hurt on this boat. I want to have a good experience. I want to have a safe, good experience and just, yeah, not have anything bad happen. <laughs> and nothing did. I think the worst, I was telling somebody, the worst thing that happened on Lady was getting boat kisses on my shins. Oh. You know, when you just, <laughs> you bang up your shins, like tripping over something or that little step there. Just, oh, my shins were a mess. <laughs> Like, and we called them boat kisses. Anytime you hit yourself anywhere, it's like another boat kiss. <laughs> like that was fun. I, yeah, and my hands being so rough with um, calluses from the ropes up in the lines. That was one of my favorite things. Actually, I was telling someone recently. Like it was so sad when they finally started coming off. Yeah. Like you know, you shower or bathe, and it's like, oh my calluses, they're coming off. No, they're not coming back because I'm off the boat now. Yeah, but it's I'm, true. I liked that. I liked feeling like, oh yeah, my hands can do anything. Like <laughs> well, even on the God, I remember on the ships, like like even just having uh, you know the boat movement. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you're you're constantly right? engaging your core, you're constantly flexing and balancing, mm-hmm. and, and then but going up and down the steps all the time. Just go to the bathroom. Yeah, on lady, like you had to go like. You have like, to climb like, over a cannon. If you're in the forecastle or the aft cap, <laughs> if you're in the forecastle, you're climbing up a ladder, <laughs> yeah, and then around, and then you're going down some mm-hmm. steps, and then you go in the bathroom, and then you, you, so you do that like yeah. five times a day, like, yeah. yeah. Like, and the climbing, of course, my goodness, the climbing. climbing, the upper body strength. Yeah, you're you're climbing. I forget how many stories, you know, eighty eight feet. Well, you're not going up eighty eight feet, but not every time. The, yeah. the height of the mass is eighty eight feet, but yeah. the actual climb is usually. You know, it depends how tall, high you go, but 60, yeah. 65 feet. And hauling sure. yourself up, like, that's a lot. Yeah. And upper body strength was great. And also, speaking of going to the head, go to the shore head. So you have, like, a walk yeah. to go to the bathroom. Yeah, no, it's... It's, it's uh, a lot of activity. Yeah, I remember being worried, because I was on uh, the Lammy boats. I was on Irving Johnson. Mm. And I... And it was... And I had I'd been on boats by that point for for many many months, and so I hadn't. And I was in college. I was used to like running all the time and right. weightlifting, and so I was like in really 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 good shape. And so I was a little worried, like, gosh, maybe I'm not in good shape. Like these college kids are just gonna beat me on the water. Not understanding that most college kids don't, you know, weightlift two yeah. hours a day and, and run. Fair. You know, once they're done with that. So, <laughs> so I, I. But but I just remember me being in great shape. So I'm like, oh man, these college kids are gonna totally just you know beat me up and so when when the captain said johan take them on a hike i was like (laughs) okay he said yeah take them to the top it was uh, it was at catalina island Uh there's an isthmus there isthmus cove is Mm -hmm. what it's called and he like pointed to the top of one of the mountains and like take them up there i'm like all right so i just took them straight up the mountain (laughs) like not knowing the captain what he meant to say was Take them via this long road that goes nice and kind of meanders. Mm. It goes all the way up. Instead, I just shot them straight up the side of the mountain. So we're going like through barbed wire. Oh and there's like ravines caused by erosion that's oh. like these cut out giant ravines that you don't see until you're there. Yeah. And it's just like, they called it the hike of death. The hike of death. <laughs> it was so funny. And... And and I I was you know I was in the back to make sure everybody what you know the slow people were okay yeah but like I wasn't even winded oh. I wasn't even breathing I was just going up this hill like no yeah. problem everyone's like <gasps> and the people in the back are like I'm like come on man you're in college yeah. what's going on it's like 
I smoke, yo. I smoke. <laughs> I know I shouldn't, but I can't do it. You know, so, I sit in classrooms all day and I smoke. <laughs> it's like, okay, fair enough. So yeah. it was kind of funny. That is funny. So yeah, long story short, the boats, you get in better shape than you realize. It's stay, a workout. Stay in better shape. It's great. And you eat really well. I remember we had a really oh, good cook. Food, yeah. It was so good. Do you I call the cook? I want to say his name was Michael. Michael Dela Cruz. I want to say one of the best. Yeah, that Holy was amazing. Moly. He was like a chef, and yeah, it he was, was. He would make. I would get up on like I don't like to get up early, but on you know both life you do get up early. But I was always excited because like what is for breakfast? Like I'm so excited for breakfast. What's it going to yeah. be this time? And we he made like risotto with stuffed bell peppers for dinner, and just it was the best food I've ever had. <laughs> It they, was amazing. They say the cook is like the second most important job on the ship. Mm. Most important being the captain. I kind of disagree. Like, like yeah. if you have a good cook, whole, <laughs> I mean, everything else it was just so good. falls into place. Like, there's yeah. so much. It, and maybe it's just that things go so horribly wrong if you have a bad cook. Yeah. Like, I've heard some horror stories. I've, I've experienced a horror story. Not on really? Lady. So oh, don't was, worry about it. Well, we won't go there. <laughs> we, we won't go there at all. It was just a, a cook with a lot of greasy food. Okay, a lot of yeah. greasy food and a lot of anger issues. Yeah. So that was rough. <laughs> Just yeah. an aggressive, greasy cook food. Uh, <laughs> it was. It wasn't the best, but it was. Um, it's always there. Was always like something good about like that. So like maybe maybe the food isn't good, but you have great um, shipmates, or mm. you get to go off on shore and have a really fun evening. So it's there's always something really good. Like if something's not great, like oh maybe it's cold, but you know there's. There's like there's a treasure chest on Lady full of treats. Like there's always something nice to like focus on. So that's not been a problem. And everyone I've ever met on boats has been so nice and just interesting. There was a there was like so many characters. Just you you meet them and you're like, will I ever see you again? Oh, you live in Italy? Probably not. But it was really nice working with you. Like we had at one point we had Canadians, we had an Australian, we had an Italian once, um, more Canadians. <laughs> We have a lot of Canadians on boats. <laughs> so I okay. It's all it's it's kind of coming back to me now. So I think I because I remember, um, and we may have met. Did we meet at Jack London Square? I want to say we did. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember you, you came on board. So is this my Mary? What what trigger you were talking about? Mia, Mia. You're talking mm, about our Australian, yeah. Australian friend, and mm-hmm. she was on with uh, I think it was Sharon. Mm, Sharon, was, yeah, and she. Yeah. Was, she Sharon's was a two-week trainee. In Alaska, that, I think. Yeah, she's from Alaska. Yeah, she's awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, so much fun. I think she's part of the reason we did the hob. We did like a Hobbit day. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Where there we was had, Hobbits, yeah. Yeah, where we just did like we we ate like Hobbits all day. So little snacks yep. and, and some. And my my only thing was as long as we get all the work done, <laughs> like like yeah, we <laughs> could do, we could do all this. So we, so we had like these little snack breaks, and yeah. you'd have you know you had you have the your and, and all the yeah. stuff. So. Um, gosh, we were stuffed by the end of yeah, that day. But um, like hobbits. But yeah, so so that it reminds me of a story. And so so when we met, because I think what happened, you, you, I had you on the helm. Mm-hmm. I was going to have you on the tiller. Yeah. You know, lady has this like, twelve that. foot long purple heart tiller, this big thing, and the captain, the throttles far, just far enough away. Well, first of all, it's it's such a big tiller that if I want to go hard over mm. or, or need to do a drastic maneuver, mm-hmm. I physically can't do it. And still hold on to yeah. the throttle and right. adjust the throttle. So and the so basically what ends up happening is you as a captain you have a person on the tiller, and I always tell I always told people like this is the one job where you're a robot. Mm-hmm. You are literally an extension of my hand. I don't look at anything else yeah. but my hand and listen to my voice and <laughs> yeah. just do what it says. Mm-hmm. And like and, and, and any time I'm like please I want independent thought but like not <laughs> then literally just I need you. So 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 I think I think what happens so I had you on tiller. 
And I start explaining the commands, which I do for everybody, because mm-hmm. I want to be a hundred percent sure we're on the same page. And I think I think you say like, you know, Johan, you know, I've done this before, right? I said, I know, oh. I'm sure you have, <laughs> but just trust me. I, you know, I, I, I need to explain it, it you know, if, 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 if only for my review, I need to explain it. And so, yeah. so the commands were like, you had center mm-hmm. and then touch was like, bring the tiller slightly over. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm doing this, you know, behind my back mm-hmm. with my hand kind of showing where the tiller needs to go. Quarter was like, you know, a couple more feet out, half, and then hard over was as hard as you could go. And after, once the tiller got to where it was, you know, the, the helms person would be trained. They have like a locking mechanism yeah. and lock it down that. and say locked. And oh, that was yeah. my cue to, that I can I can now gun the engine mm-hmm. and and the prop wash won't won't buck you across right. the the boat, which it will. Which yeah. Is, yeah, it will. <laughs> if, if you're not locked, you're gonna go flying. Yeah. So so it's kind of it sounds complicated. It's not when you do it, but yeah. but you do have to be on your game. And so and then I explained to you the other command, which was shift your helm, and you were like, "Oh, I've never heard of that. <laughs> what is that?" I'm like, and so it's like it's when when the command is given like half on one side. Rather than me say half again and point, but confuse you because you heard the same thing. Mm. You say shift your helm. It means, okay, I'm at half here. I'll take it to half on the, the other side. So if it's half on port, now I'm going to swing the helm over half on starboard. Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out that docking, when we came back, it just so happened I had to do shift your helm like multiple oh. times. So it would have been a nightmare. It was either the undocking or the docking. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, but it like, I think it must have been the undocking. Yeah, because yeah. because then you are you were like, Oh, Johan. Okay, you're right. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad you went over that. That's glad. Yeah. Glad you covered it again because I could always but use it again. But the funniest one was, I think it was Sharon. Yeah. Oh, man. And she's, and she had these big, big eyes, like these bright big eyes and, and just kind of the, she was kind of like a hobbit. It was just a, a jolly, <laughs> wonderful person. Yeah. But I, I, I had her on the tiller. And, and you know what? Maybe that's what prompted it. Maybe that's why I, I checked you because, because uh. I said touch. And, and like, we're, we're underway. We're, we're moving. Mm-hmm. This is, and I said, touch. And she looks at me with these big eyes. I'm like, touch, touch, touch. And she takes her hand out and oh. like gives my hand a little touch. I'm like, you've never done this before, have you? She's like, no. no. Like, ah. So we got somebody else on the oh it was, my gosh, that's so It funny. was the funniest oh. thing to see these big eyes. Just, just this like little, little timid touch. Like, is that what you oh. want? That is awesome. Oh my gosh. And the, yeah, you're, you're dealing with so many people who are, are still in training. And so yeah, you, yeah. you never remember like who is, who knows what, because it's always, there's so many, such a rotation of people coming through. I just, I never it's made. It's so tough. Well, I think after that one, and that was, a, luckily that was one where there was no, yeah. you know, I didn't, I didn't need her to do it. And worst yeah. case scenario, what? I, I jump off. You the, jump on, yeah. I jump on and, yeah. and race it over. But, um, but basically, yeah, it's, it's like after that, just simply, yeah. I, I just, I just, I, I just told everybody, like even very experienced people, where I'm like, you've never done this with me, mm-hmm. you know. Even though you got ten years experience, yeah, humor me. That's yeah. it. Just listen. Yeah. Like, every Oblige captain does me. it slightly differently. So, <laughs> and same thing too. Like my God, I remember when I first became mate, um, and it was it was the first time where I had to deal with a serious incident where we had a young woman climbing, and she had assured me, like, oh yeah, I've done this before. You know, she'd been on the boat for however long, whatever. So I just was like all right, I guess yeah. I don't need to check you out. Like, I, I take you at your word. Mm-hmm. Well, she she had been on Lady, not on Chieftain. Oh, okay. Very different climbing that Fuddocks. Yeah. You know, lady has, you've got three ropes. They're big. They're perfect for gripping. Chieftain, mm-hmm. you have, uh, it's it's um, it's like a, uh, not it's a like pipe. It's like a cable. It's like a cable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but not a wire cable. It's, it's just a straight, sl- slippery yeah. piece of metal. Yeah, yeah. So it's like this slippery piece of, Cable, you know, cable for a lot. It's like a mm. mini little pole. Yeah. And you only have two. 
And so she just started climbing, but did like the Donkey Kong thing and her arms got further and further apart. And then at some point you you don't have enough grip strength or she didn't have enough grip strength and, or upper body strength and just inverted fell. (gasps) Uh, Luckily she was in her harness, Yeah. but she inverted fell very scary, obviously. Uh, But she was young. She was athletic. Yeah. Uh, We, we brought her, you know, brought her down, but that was like, Oh man, after that, no, no, no. Every, I don't care if you say you're a world-class climber, like unless I've seen you climb, we're, we're going to go through this. Yeah. And um, safety first for real. Yeah. You, yeah. have, you just got to prove you can do it safely. Yeah, because so. injuries just, it's bad for everybody. Yep. It's bad for the person. It's bad for morale. It's bad for everybody. <laughs> yeah. It's so. no fun. And they're, and they're, I feel like there are lessons that every, everybody can take with them, mm. too. Like, like, not just on boats. Though though on boats, too. Like, yeah. so people come up and they're, oh, I've sailed this. Rah, 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 you know. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. There was one. I remember <laughs> one, oh, one chief mate. He told us this story where this guy came on board. Uh, this is totally a secondhand story. I, I never, <laughs> I, but but he said this guy came on board and was like super confident. He's like, oh yeah, I've been in you know storms here and darted and all this stuff. And he gets on and they begin to realize he knows nothing. Oh, like he is not a sailor. It's it's just very. It becomes very obvious. And they finally figure out what happened was he was part like some sort of LARPing pirate group. Oh. and they would go out in the desert. And draw the outline of a boat and then just pretend. Oh, that's <laughs> a lot of imagination, but not oh, practical yeah, experience. But not practical experience at all. It's great. I mean, I love it. I think yeah, it's, it's a, that's, a, it that's pretty great, a actually. Fun, fun Who experience. are they and can I go try that? But, but yeah, for, for real life, uh, yeah. No, that's, but you can't, oh. you can't tell people like yeah. you've done something incredible when you actually haven't yeah. really done it. You, know, you can rough. pretend. See, it's had to yeah. pretend. I mean, I'd be like, that's kind of cool. I pretended to survive the apocalypse, but oh, how good would I be at it? I don't know. Not good. I think I saw that photo. Were you were at yeah, Wasteland? I was at Wasteland Weekend. What was that like? It was uh, not boat oriented, but oddly enough, um, <laughs> the, the film Waterworld apparently figures into Wasteland Weekend, and there was some history there that I'm not. Oh my gosh! Like at the moment, I cannot recall. But uh, yeah, it was if, great. It if was... folks haven't seen the documentary by Kevin Costner called Waterworld, <laughs> uh, you should really see it. It yeah. is. It's a gem. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Best movie of all time. <laughs> Insert sarcasm emoji here. Yeah. Hey, it's 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 good. It's so bad. It's good, right? It is. Like no, truly, truly. Yeah. yeah. It's. I mean, it is. I, like honestly, it's a boat movie. Like we all watch it. Yeah. We love it. We laugh. We all at watch it. the boat movies. It's absurd. Yeah. Um. Extremely entertaining. Yeah. And yeah, it's a cult <laughs> cult classic now. <laughs> watch it today. Uh. But yeah, the the event itself was amazing. A lot of creative people. A lot of uh, amazing costumes. Just art. Cars. If you like explosions, cars, the desert, good people drinking. A lot of uh, mock aggression. It's it's great. <laughs> oh, Swallowing the, the anchor right now. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. It it's amazing. it's amazing. Um. Super welcoming people. Uh, I went with a bunch of friends. Um. And just had a great time. Just uh, wandered around the desert, traded things. You can barter things. There's there's different types of shows. There's music. Okay. It's, it's so so it's a very free form kind of like there's no overarching plot that's happening. No, it's, I mean it's, it's no the apocalypse. It's, it's, yeah, it's it's not a lot of. You're kind of making your own story. You're making your own you story, and there's not a lot of role playing type stuff. It's just more like this is there's a there's a town. The it's whole, the ambiance. Yeah, the ambiance. You have to be in costume. You have to have the look. Nice. You have to look like you're you 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 could walk by in the background of a Mad Max film and not stand out. Oh, that's so, so cool. it was, and people showed up. Yeah. So that was really great. Um, was there a Thunderdome? 
There was not this year, but it's a quiet year. So next year, there should be a Thunderdome. Thunderdome. Yeah, All there right. will be Thunderdome. I'm looking wow. forward to next year. Uh, there's bounty hunting. I was in a knife fight. <laughs> I won, barely, by the skin of my teeth, and someone handed me a longer knife. So that's why I won. Because <laughs> a longer knife will win. Uh, that was fun. But I, I won a piece of the boat from Waterworld. Uh, there's a, a bit of a memorabilia, so I own that now. Excellent. I was very proud. Uh, there were tears of joy. <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. History. But uh, yeah, so Wasteland Weekend, it's every year in late September in the Mojave Desert. So have fun with that, boat people. <laughs> okay, there we go. But yeah, good times. Yeah, I feel like it's, when I do some of these interviews, I'm like, oh, that's a good endorsement. Yeah, hey. <laughs> we, we totally, yeah. Well, I don't endorse the things you like. No one's so, paying me to say it. <laughs> so you've been doing... Um, you've been doing reenacting mm. for a long time. I mean, a most long of your life, time. right? Oh, Cause, gosh. Because you don't just do... I, I, the, the tall ships are not reenacting. That, that, that's not that's reenacting. That's very real. That's work, work. Real fast. That's work. <laughs> that's but, work and pleasure, too. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, there, there's something to be said. You are reenacting yeah. work on You're living how, uh, somewhat how they would have lived, yeah. yeah we're, not, we're not playing roles. I mean, the, yeah. the, as you said, the people are characters enough. You don't need yeah. to... <laughs> I mean, speaking for myself, yes. Don't don't. need to add more weird things to me. (laughs) But yeah, I've been um, reenacting for over 10 years uh, here and there at Renaissance Fairs, the Dickens Fair uh, here in San San Francisco area, and um, just a big costumer person. I am a seamstress and costumer, not professionally, just uh, more as a hobby and, you know, creative outlet for me, um, textiles. But uh, on Lady Washington, we do wear our funnies, uh, mm-hmm. which are our 18th century clothing. Yeah. Or did. I, or did. I hear they don't did. anymore. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think they changed that. Yeah, it might, it'd be easier without them, honestly. Because, yeah. yeah, it's, it's a, it's a they're, they're not cheap. Boy, it was fun. <laughs> but, yeah, it was fun. I, I loved wearing my, I had thir- they weren't period correct, but I had my genuine U.S. Navy issued 13 button trousers. Loved those. I still have them. And I made like myself a nice gingham shirt. I had a kerchief. I was, I had my friend Rob made me, shout out to Rob, made me a beautiful um, rigger's knife and Marlin Spike set with the sheath and everything. I still have it. It's beautiful. Um, but that was, it just felt good to get dressed in that and like feel like, okay, I'm, I'm looking like put together. I'm on this boat, look great. But uh, yeah, for costuming, a lot of dancing events, a lot of costume events. So that's been really fun and meeting people through that. I think one of the other crew members, Chris, I believe, um, on Lady was a costumer as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So he's still out there. So I think I follow him on Instagram. So. <laughs> cool. So yeah. do you have a favorite era of history? It changes constantly. Right now, it's probably medieval. I'm really into the medieval Viking look nice. right now. We just had a couple of medieval events. And, uh, and then we had a Hobbit picnic. Speaking of Hobbits, mm-hmm. some of my friends and I had a picnic and we were in a, in a park. We were all in Hobbit outfits. We had some of them had put uh, wig hair on flip flops, like glued it to the top of the, flip, the strap oh, of the flip flop. Yeah, so course. we have hairy, hairy feet. feet. And we sat in a park and ate apples and a lot of food. There was so much food and cheese and potatoes. <laughs> and uh, it was a good time. We had people going, what is, what is the occasion? I'm like, we're just a bunch of nerds who love That's Lord of the awesome. Rings. And it was it was gorgeous. Yeah. I can't remember if it was the Hobbit day that we had on the boat. It, it probably was with the with, uh, the crew that you knew, mm-hmm. but I wanted to get a brace of ponies. That was like or a brace, brace, brace of, of conies. Brace of conies. Brace of conies. Yes, brace of conies. <laughs> and, and I made it my goal to find this, oh. this pair of rabbits. And we were in LA, you know, oh. so it must have been, must have been San Pedro. Yeah, it was definitely San Pedro. 
And so I'm running around trying to find rabbits and it just not kind of strike striking out. And then I could see that. Yeah. There was this, this wonderful, uh, little, like, like it was kind of like a Mexican butcher shop mm-hmm. right next to the vet. That was oh. interesting. <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, that's, no. that's interesting. But I basically went in and they're, you know, like, Hey, you know, you got conejos, you, know, you, you got rabbits yeah. and they're like, yeah. Yeah, no problem. So they watch the guy through the sliding door. He kind of goes back and grabs one. And, you know, next wow. thing I know, there's this meat, warm, wow. bloody meat right there. Wow. And it was awesome. And and that stuff, it was still warm when we got back to the boat. And, and um, actually, uh, uh, the cook, um, uh, the cook was Josephine. Mm. Uh, jo- Josephine uh, kept the skulls. <laughs> She's like, I have the skulls? Yeah. And yep. I was like, Oh, she was amazing. She was yeah, so cool. I think I remember Josephine. Pardon? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. I remember, yeah. Yeah, tall Viking, just one of, one of the most incredible people yeah. ever. That's amazing. I've never gone to a butcher shop uh, yet. I'm looking forward to that someday. Yeah, no, it was, it was wild. It was cool. Yeah, mm. so, so you know, cook the cook the meat, and it was delicious. I bet. I mean, it's fresh as can be, number yeah. one. Yeah. Number two, rabbit, is, it's good. It's yeah. good, good food. So uh, that's I was very happy with that stew. Turned out well. Nice. Rabbit stew is very, very Hobbit-like. Yeah, good times though. But yeah, lots of good food on boats always. And yeah, and I love how every cook, because because like yeah, M- Michael was I mean a professional. Oh, that and, was and creative. Hard to be. Yeah, you, you it was literally like going to a five star restaurant. I mean, I'm not exaggerating. Yeah, like I told him he put a thousand bucks on my my paycheck every week, mm-hmm. you know, every, every, <laughs> pretty much. And um, but then you have other cooks where it's like you know the food's good, but then they're Perso- you know, their personality is just oh, yes. so fun and everybody, you know, everybody's just bounced off the walls with joy. And then you have other cooks where personality is nothing. There's just, just but, but they're just solid. Yeah. They're just like constantly like, you know, the food's going to be on time. You know, it's going to be plentiful. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be good enough and like done and just solid. And so like every cook kind of, if, if they could just, you know, and I had a, I had a thing too, or I would talk to cooks coming on and I said, Hey, I know you're probably the most amazing cook in the world. Um, this is my little write up on cooks. And just take it, leave it, whatever. Yeah. I don't care. But uh, I just, you know, and and I, I, I like to think, because I would appreciate that mm-hmm. if people were like, oh, hey, hey, new captain, here's some ideas for you. It's oh, like, nice, oh, yeah. sweet. So sure, you, yeah. you, you know, rather than bothering me later, it was like, Captain, why do you do this? Why, why don't you, <laughs> oh, oh, you're right. Tips and tricks for, uh, <laughs> everyone likes tips and tricks when they come to a new place, especially a new kitchen or galley. Like, this is going to be different than somewhere you may have worked before. Yeah, but it's hard with cooks. You got to be delicate. Because yeah. the, the galleys that are home, I mean, literally, I would tell crew members, you know, like you understand, like even as captain, I I don't go in the galley yeah. without permission. I remember that. Like, I yeah. don't go into places. I don't go into cabinets. Yeah, there's no freaking way. Like that's the cook's. I don't think know. I ever looked in a. Cabinet. Yeah, like like that's not my job. Yeah, you know? if unless the food's I was on time. Cleaning. If it's good, like then we're we're good. Yeah, you know, I don't need to bug the cook. Cook, you know, it's it's, but but it's so it's very delicate. Like you, you don't want to be like, hey, this is how I want you to do it. It's yeah. Simply, here are some ideas just in case you don't have any. If you got in, and some people were just solid. They knew yeah. what they were doing. They didn't need it. Yeah, they're good to go. But uh, I remember that. I remember yeah. I liked that everyone helped clean up. I remember that the yes. cook didn't have to clean, that there was a Cinderella assigned every day yes. to clean up. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be Cinderella today, which is my personal jam. I love being Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> A cleaning makes me feel good. It's my therapy. So so true. Yeah. Oh, don't let me forget. I want to tell a story about that. Oh, okay. But it's amazing how every every position you kind of have you have things that kind of suck about it, but then mm-hmm. you get little perks as well. Yeah. It's like captain. It's like it's the most stressful job you'll ever do on the planet. Yeah. At the same time, you get a door. Yeah. 
you know, like usually not you get always, a door. That's like more than we a, get. A door and a little cabin. That, that's that's luxury. That's pretty that's awesome. Pretty nice. You know, you get a bed instead of a bunk. Like, yeah. like that's pretty cool. But uh, or well, it depends on the boat, obviously. Yeah. But but uh, but like I was thinking, you know, for the cook, it's like the cook was able. I and I, I always would tell him like you can take a nap during the afternoon. Yeah. Like, if the meal's on time and there's enough of it and it's good, you're, mm-hmm. you're that's it. Those yeah. are the three things you have to do as a cook. Mm-hmm. So take your nap. I don't care. No. Like, like you're up at five of the freaking morning when everybody else is getting up at six thirty seven. Like yeah. you you earned that time. Yeah. You know, so so they so the cook would kind of get little perks that way. Like they get a nap, they don't yeah. have to be Cinderella, they don't yeah, have to, yeah. to clean everything. Totally fair. So you get, you know, these little perks there. Um, but and then the deckhands too, it's like, all right, yeah, you're you're doing a lot of physical labor. It's really tough. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you don't have to wear a watch. Don't have to wear a watch. You don't, true. Time doesn't matter to you. Like yeah. you, you can literally put a watch down and just live. Yeah. And and there's something to be said about that too. You have no responsibility beyond you know following orders and pointing out safety issues. Yeah. It's like no, I'm not going to do that because it's a safety issue. It's pretty straightforward. I enjoyed yeah. it a lot. Um, just being told, you know, go do this project. Work on this project until you're done with it. Thank you. Okay, I'll go do that. <laughs> you want me to paint this whole side? Sure. Okay. It was it was a good time. Um, I liked the chores how they rotated. Mm-hmm. That was nice. You didn't have to do the same chore every day. It always would rotate, and you had a buddy. And deck wash was my favorite. Yeah, because it's the most it's outdoors, and it's just fun to oh, walk around right. barefoot on a boat. And it's classic. Yeah, you're, it is classic. Yeah, you're literally swabbing the deck with a fire hose. Yeah, <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah, deck wash was awesome. Deck wash, polishing, polishing brass, which I was told, and please confirm or deny that brass is on boats to get. Have to give sailors something to do to keep them from being idle. <laughs> I mean, yeah, making it super duper pretty, probably. Yeah. But, but at the same time, it's it it also doesn't you need metal that's not going to just rust. True. Right. True. So, yeah, you cannot let it rust. I, I don't know. I, I I'm not I'm not an expert historian. <laughs> um, we can Google that later. I've definitely well, I don't I wouldn't trust Google on that one. <laughs> I, I know people that we'll I, I know later. people that are actual real historians oh, excellent. That, that can uh, they can confirm or can say that. I yeah, I've heard that for sure. Um I definitely think on military vessels where you got hundreds of people That's a good you, point. You you would want to keep them occupied for sure. Yeah. Yeah, r- routine is is everything. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, yeah, and so and so for a, a merchant vessel where you got limited crew, like, yeah, yeah, I cannot imagine you're trying to polish the brass in the middle of a storm. No, like, no. <laughs> pointless, but probably coming in the shore. Yeah. They, they probably want to take pride in it. And, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Make it look nice. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. You look at some of those old pictures from, you know, the oh. mid 1800s or late 1800s and like, well, those working boats were clearly working boats. Yeah. Like, they were not there for show. Um, if something looked good, it was to keep it functional. Yeah. Good point. So, it does in keep my, it functional to keep yeah, it polished. So, so for military vessels, fair enough. For any other vessel... You know, it's just a pride thing. Maybe, probably, <laughs> probably. It's hard yeah. to say. Like, and I, then we kept the bell real shiny because that oh, is a, like a pride thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it, it was... Yeah. And, and it's true. It is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, yeah. A lot of times we would do stuff not for the public. The public, guys. I mean, sometimes I had one, one captain, mate and captain, who he's, he's like... They honestly, a lot of times the public can't even tell that we have a sail up there if it's furled. Mm. They actually don't know we really have sails. Yeah, you know, so if so, so yeah, they're not necessarily going to appreciate those little details, but other tall ship sailors will, navy people will, people in the community will. Yeah. So, I I went on a, a submarine in Pearl Harbor. I forget which sub they have there, 
but uh, but I went down you know down below, and the the the, uh, the oh, what was it would have been the con the, the main con room mm. uh, command and control room was beautiful. Ah. I mean, everything had been polished so wonderfully, immaculately. And it's one thing if you go on the Mock, which is the Mexican officership, you mm-hmm. know, which I did. And yeah, all the brass looks gorgeous. And like, I would be very disappointed otherwise, right? Yeah. This is another thing. This is like, I mean, you know, like they were really taking care of this museum, what is now a museum piece. And there was two little ladies there. And I found out they were both Filipino. And I, I said to them, do you guys do, do you polish this? And they're like, yeah. It's like, thank you. Aww. Wow awesome job yeah like, i am freaking impressed like, oh thank you know, Aww, beautiful someone noticed and, yeah yeah because so, people just take it for granted otherwise oh, it's the public don't they they that. earned they earned a shout out here yeah. so nice yeah it was it was pretty awesome so yeah, yeah you know sometimes people do notice yeah it was always nice to be appreciated on lady um i had one of my biggest compliments of my life i was teaching the third and fifth graders uh different you know the classes the different stations like a sailor's life and i think i was teaching the history down below decks. I was teaching the history of where the lady came from and why and the trading that she did. And as they, as the students were leaving and I have, I have no professional training teaching at all. Mm-hmm. They just train. I, I shadowed someone for a while and then I just knew the history and I just kind of just spouted it back out, you know, and tried to make it interesting because kids, you know, want to keep them interested. And as they were leaving, one of the teachers took me aside and said, you are an amazing teacher. That was an awesome class. Thank you so much. And I was like, I have no training. Thank you so much. <laughs> like, I don't have, I thank you because that means so much because I am just kind of flying by the seat of my pants here. Like, I'm just spouting stuff and trying to make it, you know, get the kids engaged, get them touching fur, get them touching the spices, just like smelling things. And just, I'm like, thank you so much. I was just really, really pleased. I was like, thanks. So I kept that with me. Good. That's <laughs> like, really yeah. good. That was really fun. And, and I, I don't have a problem talking in front of people. Now, I used to be very shy, so that was, like, also oh, a big wow. thing. I used to be shy. As a teenager, I was very shy. But that, um, like, coming out of my shell, basically, throughout life has been an adventure. And costuming was part of that, because when you're in a costume, you're not quite yourself. You have a yeah. sort of a buffer, and then eventually I didn't need the buffer. So <laughs> that's one of the part of the things of me growing up. But, uh, yeah, getting to teach kids was amazing, and just getting to be a part of that whole experience was great. The, the kids with the hard tack was one of my favorite things, telling them what, not hard tack, but the it would be ship's, ship's biscuit. biscuit. Yeah. yeah. Hard tack on shore. Oh, we called it hard tack for years. Yeah. And, and I was like, like, oh, oh wait, crap, that's, wait. that's on shore. Call, we should have been calling this ship's biscuit. <laughs> yeah. They loved it. They would try to bite it. It was like, <laughs> like don't put that in your mouth. <laughs> so everyone else has. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that was fun. <laughs> so much fun teaching. It's funny you mentioned the, the whole role playing kind of costuming mm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, so what I know, because I'm an extrovert, like mm. I'm, I'm a big time extrovert. That's where I get my energy. Yep. Like I just need two hours a week by myself and I'm good nice. for the rest of the week. I can, you know, I want, if, if I always, yeah, I'd, I'd have a party every night with singing and dancing the whole oh. thing. Every night I would be fine <laughs> with that. You know, maybe one night off yeah. a week. But, um, but it's fascinating to me because with, with people that are introverted, that are more shy, when they do role playing or and especially LARPing, mm-hmm. you know, like live action role play or where, where you're dressing yeah. up in a costume, you're really taking on another character. It just something comes out that and it and I think it's very I think the word's cathartic. Like it's mm. very good. It's very good for yeah. for their um their psyche, for their confidence, for everything. But they, yeah. they adopt this role and and I mean because my wife is you wouldn't 
know it talking to her because she's so good talking with people, but she's actually more of an introvert. She mm-hmm. gets her energy from being by herself. Yeah, same. And needs two hours a week with other people and then she'll yeah. be by herself. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what, but when we would do LARPing, live action role play, it would actually drain me quite a bit because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm playing another character and I'm having, you know, it's, it, it was, yeah. and I loved it. You're I doing mean, double the work. Oh, so much fun. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, okay. And she would get high as a kite. Yeah. I mean, literally, it it was like, I, I would look at her after, a, you know, a LARP session and just, she'd bounce you off. The, like, just, it was yeah. like she was on some sort of a drug. She yeah. was so excited and happy. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, this is amazing. I don't know why, but for whatever reason, it seems like with introverts. Um, yeah, it, it brings it, them out. It really brings them out in, in, in such a good way. And I, I don't know, part of me is... Because I remember as a kid in, in elementary school and stuff, every so often we would do little role plays. Uh, and I have fond memories of that. Mm-hmm. But, but I, I think that's pretty important. Yeah. I mean, there's so much oh, you can sure. learn from pretending to be something else. Yeah. It, it takes you out of yourself. It takes you out yeah. of your own head. And a lot of a lot of actors will say they struggled with uh, like stuttering. Like James Earl Jones famously used to stutter. In, oh in when he was a young boy and he his teacher said you know read read some of this do some read something from Shakespeare or something and the stutter went away and he wow. finally managed to not have the stutter anymore so that's pretty cool the James Earl Jones the James Earl Jones yeah I cannot Darth imagine Vader. Darth Vader being like yeah <laughs> yeah you will t- tell me that it's like, it's oh, like yeah it's amazing now Darth like yeah they, they wouldn't give up the information <laughs> it's it's just astounding to me that that's that, that's something that works and like, like for the King's speech I think he had him swear a lot because he had <laughs> a stutter uh, not james uh, edward i can't remember his number the fifth but he okay. had a, a severe speech impediment and uh he his speech therapist had him just you know get over it himself but also he said just swear like a whole <laughs> string of just wow okay <laughs> that helped but um yeah for me i think i'm a introverted i'm an extroverted introvert i do like to be alone uh, quite a lot, especially since COVID. I just like, oh, I'm better at being alone because I had to be more quiet. I couldn't go out and do things with my friends. So I just kind of adjusted and adapted to being better at being alone and just like, taking my, me time. And I just recharge from that more. But for the costuming aspect, yeah, because I, growing up very shy in a very quiet church environment, mm-hmm. um, I didn't do a lot of I didn't have high school. I, I was homeschooled. Here's some backstory. <laughs> so I was completely homeschooled and t- until college. And so I didn't have a lot of interaction with a lot of extroverted, outgoing people. But when I got into more costuming and more theatrical stuff, that really brought me out. I, I think I just accelerated <laughs> after that. Yeah. So um, that's been a big part of it. And then just having so many nerdy friends who are completely okay with letting their nerd flags fly. And I love it. And I'm... Oh, I, I need to go. I'm on a way to an event. I'm wearing a, a, a Victorian dress. I'm just going to go and target real quick and not have to even just think about, oh, what are people going to think? I don't care. Yeah. They'll probably think I'm Amish, if anything. I've, I've been asked that. <laughs> really? In full Victorian clothing with a bonnet, like a plaid Victorian Christmas carol looking dress. Are you Amish? No. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just a nerd. <laughs> oh, well, no, yeah. you can't touch my corset. <laughs> It does, it does, Americans are not famous for their yeah. historical understanding in um, general. Unfortunately, but, but that's but that's another thing about the you know the Ren fairs and the mm. acting is like you learn so much about history, so much by by learning about what the uniforms were like, the costumes mm-hmm. were like, what people wore, the yeah. way they lived. I mean, the boats, dear God, I, mean, I can read a history book now, right? Or not even a history book. I can read something written in the 18th century 
And there's tons of, there's almost always things referencing mm-hmm. boats, oh, yeah. referencing ships where, and I've seen professional historians not get mm-hmm. some, of, some of the things that would, would be very obvious to anybody that has been on a historical vessel or yeah. at least out on the ocean. Yeah. And it's just fascinating. Yeah. So it helps with history. Um, I feel like the nerdy stuff has kind of become cool. Yeah. In, in a way, like everybody's doing Dungeons Dragons now. Like, Everyone's that doing That was not cool when I was in junior war, high. Wow. <laughs> but, war, war, Warcraft? Oh, Can't even say that. Yeah, that's a different yeah, beast. That's but, a different one. But yeah, Dungeons but yeah, and like, Dragons is a very popular game. Yeah, um, I, I feel like the live action role play, like it got a... You got a bad rap because on you go on YouTube and either you're getting the lightning bolt video, which mm. is hilarious. Check that out. It's freaking funny. But it's really, really just ridiculous, right? Mm. So you get either the lightning bolt thing or you get some like like epic Hollywood effects mm. kind of role playing. And it's that's not what LARPing is. It, yeah. it just when you actually do it, it is kind of silly, but at the same time, your imagination takes over. And so you you just remember like I, I, I know the swords don't make a sound, but that's what you remember. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, I know that's just a guy in a costume, but at some point your imagination kicks in and it stops becoming that, that costume and that guy, it becomes the thing that you imagine. Yeah. And, and maybe not everybody gets that. I don't know if that happens to everyone, yeah. but boy, after two hours that happened to me Yeah. and it was one of the most amazing experiences. The rest of the, it was a weekend in New Zealand. We did it. And then we, then we went to Europe where the costume, oh my God, it was oh, thousands of people, incredible yeah. fun stuff. But yeah, it was, uh, I feel like like the LARP thing, once more people do it, it'll also become the cool thing. I hope so. Yeah. yeah it gets was, people out there and gets people together and doing something fun and active. It's really, really amazing. Yeah. And that's, that's the, that was the boat life, wasn't it? I mean, it was, yeah. it was like, you know, the things that you remember the most that you enjoyed was like the communal, yes. the communal living kind of yeah. situation that we had. Getting to meet different people. Um, there was that guy, I think he called himself Irish Mick. No, Irish yeah. Mick. He's, oh my gosh, he was amazing. Yes. He was, he was, he was, oh, he was a, a he, sailor all the time. He was like, this tall, black bearded, like just yeah. big I don't know. I wish Irishman. He's proper Irish. I wish I had talked to him more because I cannot remember now where he's from. Like, which he's was he from, from Dublin? Uh, I don't remember it? which area he was from, but I would love to see him again and like talk to him again. So Irish Mick, yeah, yeah, oh, gotta find fun. him. Irish Irish Mick, if you're listening to this, hey, yeah, buddy, we want to talk to you. <laughs> Jenny Storm wants to talk to you. The amazing like, Jenny Storm like, and, oh uh, and, and Johan. <laughs> Yay, yeah, find <laughs> us, love, find us. Um, but yeah, getting to meet people like him. Oh, uh, yeah, because we had Australian and Irishman, Canadians and Italian. So we had so many people. Um, but that was awesome. And walking he saw combat. Did he? Yeah, he was in Afghanistan or something. Oh wow! Like he, he 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 shot people. He knew everything. Yeah, no, he he had actually he, he claimed. Oh, I mean, at least he claimed. Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I didn't check, check his credentials. Maybe maybe he's a good storyteller. Yeah, maybe he's a good storyteller. But he did look very. He looked like a pirate. He, he looked. I know tough. we're not pirates on Lady Washington. Yeah. We're famously not pirates, but people say we look like pirates. He looked like a pirate, and he <laughs> he found me and one of my shipmates, Benton. We're walking along the 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 wharf there in San Francisco on the way back. And we met Irish Mick and some guy who was drunk and he had me sing the Rocky road to Dublin for him, for this guy. <laughs> and he said, the guy said, I sounded like I was from Dublin. I'm like, thank you. I don't, I just heard it that way. So that's how I sound. <laughs> but that was an experience. I won't forget. Just, Oh, sing for this guy. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Whatever yeah. you want. But he knew so many different things and he had like life advice and just, I remember so much of that. 
Yeah, well, that's, and that's always the cool thing about having, you know, people from different countries on ships, mm-hmm. but also different generations. Yes. You know, you got the young, young kids. And so, like, like man, I was I was much more on top of the, the current pop culture than, than I ever would have been. <laughs> but at the same time, like, you got the old old folks that mm-hmm. are they're playing music and movies that yeah. I would have never heard of. Yeah. And, and it just, it was so, it was wonderful. It was such an experience. I remember my last night, we were in Sausalito, and you were there. And we were very, very loud. We were all singing very late, stomping, singing. And I think someone came in and yelled at all of us and told us to either take it ashore or go to bed because it was getting late and it was after hours and we were just stomping. And everyone had an instrument and it was crazy. It was so awesome. It was awesome. I blame myself. (laughs) (laughs) Someone came in, someone like... Which which boat was it? It was Lady. lady? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Then I'm definitely 100% to blame. Yeah, yeah. It was amazing. I kept thinking, can we be doing this? Because we're so loud, but I'm having a great time. This is wonderful. And I think um, we were singing Barrett's Privateers. And just going on, it was it was a lot. That's probably Barrett's Privateers. Yeah, there we go. It's, yeah. that's, that's the one. It's it's a it's a good shouty one. <laughs> yeah, some people some people love it. Some people don't like it. Yeah, there's no did, in between. Were you around? Did you pay? Did you were you tuned in to that? Sea shanties became very popular earlier this year. So I heard. So yeah. I heard. Apparently they became popular. I was a little surprised. Kind yeah. of. I'm still trying to fully understand what happened there. But yeah. But I did. I actually did an entire episode. Uh, solo episode oh, on sea shanties. Nice. Where I talk about that, and I I delve a tiny bit into the phenomenon, mm. but but I kind of explain to people that you know even some you know something something on YouTube and people played around mm. with it like I'm like that's nice, but until you've been on a boat yeah. in tight quarters, surrounded by a bunch <laughs> of you know smelly sailors, yeah, with, like you said, people yeah. playing instruments, stomping their feet, getting a little rowdy, getting a little intoxicated, like, yeah. <laughs> that's when it's real. That's you know, when it's that's, real. That's that's something. Unless you've experienced it, you will never get it. Yeah. Ever. Second best is in a pub. Second best like in a second pub. Second best. Yeah. If you can't do a boat, I know everyone can get on there. Yeah. But if you can get in a, a small pub with your friends and sing, it's just kind of the similar feel for that. Yeah. Uh, but boat, yeah, the acoustics in the boat. I know. It's I've so never right. been on a boat that didn't have good acoustics. <laughs> I know. You know it's like that's true. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I remember that night, and yeah, the the phenomenon lasted like a month or so, and then faded away. But I'd like to think that it like raised awareness, and yeah. so people who were sort of interested are very interested. I learned a couple new shanties, and just like got to talk with my friends going, guess what? We're cool now mm. for a hot second. We're cool. <laughs> and, oh, now we're back to just, we're just weirdos now. Mm. But it was, it was fun. Like, oh my gosh, G shanties are popular again. We should get together. But it was COVID time. So we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope, you know, I hope doing these interviews and this podcast, like, I hope it does kind of encourage people to go out and, and try, try something yes. new. And if that, if that's something new is, is tall ships. Awesome. Do it. Yeah. Um, but but you know, honestly, I think if if it's something new that you can be with, oh, no, I guess during these times it'd have to be a small group. Mm. But even then, you could yeah. still do a Ren Fair thing with a small group. You yeah. could still have one cat, you know, one person with a yacht, you know, a yacht club with a boat. Yeah, and everybody decides to go out sailing once a week. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't think you're expanding your circle too you know, much to do that. Something yeah, like it's not that. like going out with thousands of people. Yeah. And I mean, uh, they had a Renaissance fair around the corner last couple months ago. So, oh, okay. well, so <laughs> yeah. things are, yeah, things, things are opening are up a bit opening more, up a little bit. Yeah. So may that long, may that last for a long, long yes. time. Yes. Don't wait years like I did and sit around going, Oh, I could probably do that sailing thing. Eventually <laughs> don't wait years, just go do it and you won't be sorry. Yeah. Worst true. case scenario, you don't like it and you, Oh, well, I tried something new, but don't wait. Don't wait as long as I wait. <laughs> Cause yeah. I have, that's my only regret is not doing it sooner. 
Yeah, I think sometimes, yeah, we do. People sometimes just talk ourselves out of great ideas. Yeah, we really do. Just not taking chances and planning things perfectly. I, mean, I had my whole life planned out. I was going to be like, well, not not truly. But like, like for example, you know, I, I went, I lived in Japan for three years. Mm-hmm. But my original plan, I was going to be like an old man. Oh. Doing that. I was going to be like, oh, I'll have a family and get married and have a house and do all these things. And then I'll go to, I'll Japan, go to Japan once every... And, and I kind of thought about it. It's like, wait a second. You don't even have a girlfriend right now, buddy. <laughs> like, what are you thinking? <laughs> like, go now. <laughs> this isn't good. Like, like, if you're young, it's time to... Do, like, now you know, is job, always like, go, the best Go, go, go. Get a job in Japan. So yep. I did. Yep. Uh, but, but I did. I went through that whole mental mm-hmm. weird fantasy. I mean, talk about fantasy. <laughs> talk about a, a, a bad role play. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm glad I, I talked yeah. myself out of that. Yeah, do uh, it now when you're young and feel good all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah, but but even if you're wait. old, I mean, we've had we've had older people where yeah, some people come to it super later. Their lives too. Yeah, you know, even just a few weeks. So, and and besides, you can go do a do a Ren fair and be be the oldest person there. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, it's great. Like you'll meet friends and learn new skills. Yeah, and the community's the great, and there's a place for really everyone. Yeah. So if people are super welcoming at things like that because they know that they're amongst good people and they're just very well, like, like Wasteland. I sat down in the dirt for a minute at the concert at Wasteland and immediately people came over. Are you doing okay? Need some water? Like everyone was just total strangers, just super friendly. Everyone, oh, you're new. This is your first year. Excellent. Come sit with us. Come like yeah. talk about it. Um, Here, try this craft. Or would you like, would you like some booze? Uh, and then they stab you. Let's have a knife fight. Yeah, well, let's have a knife yeah, fight. No, I, 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 I asked for the knife fight. It was part of the bounty hunt. I was oh, on. okay, okay. It was the, the last stage of the bounty hunt, which was like days long. So it was exciting. <laughs> Hence me being so tired at the end. But it was a good time. That's wild, Jenny. Yeah, All right. Well, you got any last uh, last boat memories? Oh, any any boat things memories. you want to share with us? Maybe, maybe your best moment out at sea or worst moment out at sea? Well, the worst moment was probably that moment in the rig. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. But, but the best one was probably... Lives. Yeah. Right? Uh, my experiences changed lives and saved them, hopefully. But my one of my favorite experiences was being up... And I know you're not supposed to spend more time in the rigging than, you're, than you need to. Oh, you're not supposed to, you're yeah, not supposed to yeah. skylark up there. <laughs> And I recently told a friend and he was like, why not? I want to spend time up there. I'm like, you cannot. It's safer. You're safer on the, on the, you know, deck. But one of my favorite moments was we were furling sails, getting everything squared away. And we were singing a song from Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. And it was just, and the sun was setting and everything was perfect. And we were just young and up on that yard, just having a great time. And it's like, we're going to go, we're, we're still working. We're still working. We're still tying things off. Like we were sort of looking busy while we were up there just talking and totally skylarking. But we made our way safely down. But that was one of my favorite moments was just being up there and just, this is a Lord of the Rings boat moment. It's great. <laughs> Lord of the Rings figures in a lot in this. Uh... And there's also, remember the cage, Nick Cage? Oh uh, yeah, thing. <laughs> the Nick Cage um, whiteboard. It was Hobbit Cage. Yeah, yeah, it was good times. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. That was uh, God. Was that was that Sophie? Did she do that? I can't remember. I don't she remember. It, but it kept changing. It was all the, you know, put a hairdo on Nick Cage. Yeah. It was like this this a whiteboard drawing, whiteboard yeah. drawing of Nick Cage that was permanently on the whiteboard, and then he did a hairdo. <laughs> And we literally, we must have done hundreds. I started hundreds. taking pictures. I remember seeing pictures. It was I took a couple pictures. <laughs> yeah, start out with puns. You these funny, like, oh, it's a rib cage mm-hmm. or a free bird cage or yep. like, you know, stupid puns. And then it just got, it was yep. crazy. Spock, oh my gosh. Spock when, cage when happened. When yeah. died, there was a Spock oh, cage. Oh, yeah. I yeah, remember, that was a yeah. sad day for us nerds. Neon probably. cage. I remember neon cage. Yep. Yeah. It was a lot. So silly. But yeah, it's true. On boats, <laughs> you, you end up doing these silly things that 
honestly anybody else looking from the outside in would be like you people are what so is weird going on with you guys but <laughs> um but for some reason it's just it's the tight quarters and and you do when you first get on a boat you know especially a, a bigger ship or you know for large crew mm-hmm. like you you ask, there are certain questions you need to ask, you know, where it's like, oh, wait, where's, where's the safety equipment? You need to be shown all that stuff. But you also need to know what's the current inside joke. Yeah. What's the movie? That's know, a what's, good question. What's the thing everybody's talking about? Yeah. And, and the sooner you can be in and a part of that joke, the, the more, the quicker you're part of the crew. Yeah. And so, yeah, the Nick Cage hair was, was one. That, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It's probably not the best example for being in on a joke, but like, yeah, we would. We'd have just these reoccurring silly jokes that everybody yeah, people just laugh about it yeah. and, and dumb stuff, <laughs> dumb stuff. But for some reason, really funny on a boat. What is it? It was a shark gag. There was a shark hanging from one of the, the hatches. That freaked out a little three or four year old. Oh, no. One. Oh, it was, it was hilarious. Well, no, no, no. It, that was, it was the first graders. Oh. Because normally we were teaching what, you know, fourth graders, so mm-hmm. like nine to 11 yeah. years old. Um, and I had a group of six-year-olds. So I'm like, oh, okay, no. okay, this is going to like... Build you, shark. You know, just keep... <laughs> let's keep it simple. And then, of course, they're like, what's down there? What's down what's there? I'm like, there? do you want to see? Here you go. Like, oh, oh, no. Oh, there's a shark. You know, and, and they weren't freaking out. Yeah, but, but it was like... But after that, all the questions revolved around that shark. Like, what how is, did it get there? What's the story about the build now, shark? What, 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 well, not even that. It was like... <laughs> How how did it get there? How long has it been? What, what's the shark? Is it dead? Is it, is it all your shark down there? Does it swim? Yeah, I was just like, it's like guys, 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 like come on. There was and a similar phenomenon so when someone had to use the head, and then they all wanted to use the head. Mm-hmm. It's like no, we cannot let anyone use the head because if one does, they all will want to. Oh, little kids, yeah, yeah. they, they totally little, will. Just a little but even adults, yeah, even adults too. No, no, I mean adults are like oh, just, they're using the bathroom. I'm gonna go too. Like, yeah, they, it's like oh, oh, I didn't know. Like, like they give you that. Like, oh, come on, you, you know, I know you knew. Don't, yeah, don't lie. You knew. Don't lie. Ah, oh, good times. Hey. Good times, Jenny. Well, it's great seeing you again, Jenny. Likewise. Yeah. This is amazing. I'm so glad you messaged me. That's well, one thing. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming out. Thanks for doing the interview. Of I course. appreciate it. Yeah, always. Glad you can make it. Yeah, I'm glad we didn't have to do it in a car. <laughs> yeah, that was that was yeah. plan B. Yeah. Yep. The house I live in is also very echoey, so this would not have worked. So. Oh, okay. Well, good. Yeah. Well, everything works out, I find, in life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> Please let it. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully. Knock on wood. Yeah. That's a like good, a, I'll uh, go knock on some wood there. That's a good... Uh, <laughs> Good sailor superstition. Oh my helps. gosh. Oh yeah, I don't know of any other sailor superstitions that I can think of off. Oh, of I'll do a whole podcast. Do a whole one, on please. Sailor superstitions. I want to know. I think I already told the story about the whistling, so I spared you. Oh yeah. That. I did whistle once on a boat and in a theater. I had to go out and run around the theater three times. Oops. <laughs> and that goes from sailing. Wait, you I'm worked sure in a does. theater? I just did a class. Okay. <laughs> but we were doing like theater stuff. But it is true. All the ropes and all the blade yeah, things. Like, like right. all the classic theater behind the... What, what the superstitions. Behind, behind the stage. Yeah, um, behind the scenes. Yeah. What's, what's, what's that called? Backstage? It's not backstage. What, what are those people called that work backstage? Stagehands. Stagehands, yeah. yeah. It's all because I, I heard historically they were all sailors. Uh, that's probably accurate because all why, those lines. Which is why the curtains go up a certain way mm-hmm. and everything's kind of belay just like on a yep. boat. And that's a all, good point, yeah. And reference. so whistling would be also, yeah, there just as bad of luck. Yep. So hmm. even though it makes no sense, like go but... run around the theater three times. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Sorry. <laughs> wow, superstition dies hard. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Awesome, Jenny. Wonderful seeing you. Thank you so much. Likewise. Folks, I hope you enjoyed this interview with the amazing Jenny Storm. I'm not making that up. It's Jenny Storm. Jenny Storm. If I ever write a romance novel, you will be the main character. Oh, thank you. I'm going to change it to to Guinevere. Not Guinevere. Genevieve. Genevieve. More historically accurate. Genevieve Storm. Yeah. (laughs) 
I, I just picture Miss Storm out of the, the planes. And <laughs> I'm going to keep it forever. So That's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you so thank much. You. Um, thank you folks for listening. Hope you enjoyed this. Uh, please check out, uh, check out my kids' books if you get a chance. If you haven't bought them yet, check those out. Uh, try to support me if you can. Uh, we should be on Patreon. But support the podcast any way you can. Spread the word about it. Give it five stars. I guess popularity is everything these days. Yeah. So spread the word. And I hope everybody enjoyed uh, listening to Jenny and just some of our crazy antics on the boats. Uh, take care, everyone. Wishing everyone here a fair winds and fall in sea. Thank you. Thank you.